Support for Motley Fool Answers comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home plays a big role in your life, and that's why Quicken Loans created Rocket Mortgage. It lets you apply simply and understand the entire mortgage process fully so that you can be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com. This episode of Motley Fool Answers is also brought to you by Eero. Never think about Wi-Fi again when you have a brilliant, hyper-fast, super simple Wi-Fi system with Eero. And now, the second generation Eero is tri-band and twice as fast as its predecessor. For free overnight shipping, visit Eero.com, and at checkout, select Overnight Shipping, then enter Fool. This is Motley Fool Answers. I'm Allison Southwick, and I'm joined by Robert Brokamp, personal finance expert here at The Motley Fool. Hi, Allison. Uh, so today is December twenty-six. It is happy, happy birthday, Thank Allison! <laughs> Yay! Thank you. Thanks. Uh, that's really all we need to talk about it. Uh, tax reform. <laughs> it happened in next. <laughs> Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. Tax reform. It happened, and we're here to talk about it. Or at least Bro is. He's going to break down what you need to know and what you should do to maximize the benefits to you. We'll also give you the reins for Answers Answers, so I guess we should maybe rename it this week? Mm, well, all that and more on this week's episode of Molly Full Answers. It's time for Answers Fans Answer. Fansers. Fancers. There you go. Wow, you're so much better at naming things than I am. So we're taking the week off from Answers, Answers, and letting you guys handle it, because we've received a lot of mail uh, in the last week. So, first off, Michael heard me complain about key fob overload from all of the retailers and their clubs and programs and whatever, and he suggested the app Keyring. It's by Mobstream Media, and you can find it in iOS and the App Store, and I presume it's out there for Android users, too. But it helps you keep all of your little key fob codes in one place. Uh, Bill wrote in to suggest ReviewMeta.com. They apply statistical algorithms to the reviews, such as those on Amazon, and then they give you much greater precision. So you plug in an Amazon link, and then it spits out whether or not you need to be worried about there being fake reviews and that kind of thing. Yeah, I tried it. It worked. Uh, Also, we've heard more from you guys about different traditions. So, the first one I was going to talk about is from Zara. Zara writes that it's good to be an immigrant because I can pick and adopt the parts of a tradition I I like and just ignore the parts I don't. So, for Thanksgiving, after a few years, I learned turkey is not really my thing. Surprise, turkey is not anyone's thing. Although, actually, I like a good brined turkey. Uh, So, for the last few years, I make an elaborate Thanksgiving dinner, but different. It's fun to think about everything I would like to make and design a menu. This year, I made duck confit. I also made this tradition of going on a hike on the 1st of January, no matter how the the weather is. And I always go for a long hike. It's refreshing to start the new year in nature. So, yeah, I guess everyone's doing that now. Yeah, the hike thing. Yeah. And I should say, we at our house, we had steak instead of turkey this year. Because, similarly, we're not big turkey fans. No. Pete writes, uh, the last year that my mom was alive, she sent me several gifts. Among them was one that I never got around to opening for some reason. And after she died, I decided to send it to my brother as a gift from mom, with the instructions that he not open it, but rather send it back to me the next year as a gift from mom. So we've been sending it back and forth for five years now. (laughs) We'll open it the next time we celebrate Christmas together. He's on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. Weird new tradition, I know, but a tradition nonetheless. Interesting. Tim writes, I just listened to your Storytime special, and I wait until November 1 before I begin Christmas music and movies, and then from November 1 through the end of the year, I listen, watch, and read nothing but Christmas. Motley Fool Podcast being the only exception. Thank you, Tim. It drives my family crazy. I should clarify, I often sneak in Christmas music 
all year, but only when my family members aren't around. Thank you for all your great shows and Merry Christmas. This sounds like Tim is a man after your own heart. <laughs> I was just going to say, I've been known to listen to Christmas music year-round, but I spare my family until uh, probably closer to the end of November. Yeah, I spare uh, my family until Thanksgiving. But day after Thanksgiving, it's it's on. It's, it's it. all Christmas music yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's one that I'm going to steal. Okay. And it comes from Quinn. Quinn writes, Every year we take a slice of the Christmas tree stump and burn in something major that happened that year. My dad has them dating back to 1988, but I just started my own last year. So if you imagine... You know, ends up being like this little disc like a of a puck. tree of a hockey puck, not even that thick, probably. And then I assume Quinn has some sort of wood um, burning kit, and then they carve in these little things that happen from the year. So, for example, in 2006, they went to Devil's Tower. So they're here. You can see the picture. So it's a picture of Devil's oh, Tower with a bunch of little pumpkins underneath, um, and the pumpkins are because they symbolize getting engaged on Halloween. Oh, very nice. In 2017, they bought a house, so they there's a carved-in little picture of what I assumed is their house. So huh. I happen to have a wood-burning kit of and a Christmas do. tree, and I'm very crafty and artistic, so I'm totally stealing this. I like it. Uh, so, bro, if you if you had adopted this. What would you carve into your 2017 ornament? Oh man! That's yeah, a, <laughs> what was a big thing that happened this last year? A big thing that happened this year? I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, I would say one of the highlights was that my dad took uh, all his kids, myself included, and all the grandkids on a cruise for his 80th birthday, and that was quite a lovely affair. So I would say something along those lines. How about you, Rick? I don't know. Probably something from Ireland, from our trip to Ireland. Oh yeah, of course. A good vacation of course. This year, so. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. That would be fun to draw with a wood burner too. Mm-hmm. You know, we actually got a wood burner for uh, for our son last year for Christmas, so we do have one around the house. And how many times has he used it? Uh, several times early in the year. In fact, for my daughter's birthday party, it was a Harry Potter birthday party, and Big Brother had this idea that he wanted to make the wands Aww. for all the kids. Oh, so that's it was like so 15 sweet. Magic wands made with a wood burner kit. So it was like, you know, whittle the stick. He got, he got a knife for whittling as well. Mm-hmm. So whittle the stick down and then use the wood burner to design like little patterns on the wands. Mm. And it was beautiful. He did a really great job on the first wand. <laughs> <laughs> and the night before her birthday party, guess who was up whittling wands and burning them with the wood burner? <laughs> did you get them done, all 15? Oh, I got them done. Yeah. They were beautiful. I bet they were. Yeah. Oh, Well, there you go. So this is another tradition you could do. Um, and you can burn in something from Ireland. Yeah, you know, when we, when we go to get our Christmas tree, my daughter always asks for extra slices because they, they slice off the yeah. end of the tree when you buy it. So yeah. she's like, oh, can I have? And she actually makes little gifts out of them that are, you know, eight-year-old versions Aww. of That is super like that. clever. Yeah, that is super sweet. Yeah, I should have, I wish I'd known about this when the guy was slicing the end of our tree off, but we have, we have saws we can do it too. So. What about you? What are you going to put on um, the You know, I mean, our big, our big travel this year was Malta, but we also went to Disney World, and so um, probably, I don't know, can you do a Maltese cross with Mickey ears on it, maybe? Sure. Something like I that? I think you could. I th- <laughs> I, I believe I in you. It off too. <laughs> Support for Motley Fool Answers comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Chances are you're confident when it comes to your work, your hobbies, and your life. Rocket Mortgage gives you that same level of confidence when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. Rocket Mortgage is simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash fool. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 30. 
the most significant reform of our tax code since 1986. Can I just dispute that? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I would put it more along the lines of the 2001-2003 Bush tax cuts were also pretty significant. Okay, well... I'm only, I only talked about. I only researched 1986. Do okay. you know what was the number one song in December of 1986? Um, Dark Commissar. <laughs> Take on me. It was the Bangles. Walk like an Egyptian. Oh, okay. Yep, those were the days, huh? Those were the days. It's a good song. I digress. But fast forward 31 years. Yes. 31 years, oh, and now all we listen to is Ed Sheeran. Apparently. <laughs> Get off my lawn, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Someone hand me my cheaters so I can read my notes here. Ah, oh, yes. Tax reform. It's been more than 30 years. Eh, bro's going to argue that since a big overhaul of our tax system. And bro's going to help us break it all down. But first, you have a word of explanation for our, our, our listeners. A disclaimer, if you will. Yes. Well, a couple of disclaimers. First of all, as we are recording this, it's still not officially law yet. It hasn't yes. been signed, so things... Can change. Who knows what happened? Um, the the bill itself is very long. We're boiling it down to the things that we think are most applicable to our listeners. But you definitely want to do some more research. Maybe consult a tax pro before you make any major changes. And also, some of the most significant changes affect businesses. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the stuff that affects most individual taxpayers. But if you own a business, you definitely should consult a tax pro because the pro because there's a lot of stuff in there and you want to understand how it'll affect your business. All right. We are calling this the 12 days of Taxmas because of course it's the holidays and we were able to scrounge up 12 things that people need to know. Yes, absolutely. Credit to Mrs. Brokamp for coming up for that name. It was her idea. It's pretty great. All right. So, on the first day of Taxmas, you need to know that any changes begin in 2018. Right. So, Virtually all of these things are happening in the future. Very few things, in fact, only one thing that I know of is retroactive. The only thing that is retroactive is the medical deduction. You can deduct um, current law, this is before the new law takes place, medical expenses that exceed 10% of your adjusted gross income. This law, the new law, actually lowers it to 7.5%. And it's, as far as I know, the only thing that's retroactive. So I was trying to think, like, who in Congress? It's it's getting a lot of medical expenses this year that they want to write off. But anyways, everything else happens for 2018. So as you prepare your 2017 taxes, don't worry about this new law. It doesn't affect you. And by the way, your 2017 taxes are due April 17th this year, not April 15th. We get two extra days because April 15th happens on a Sunday, and Monday is a holiday in the District of Columbia. So two extra days to get your taxes done. Not bad. All right. On the second day of Taxmas, Bro wants you to know that your tax bill will probably be lower next year. Yeah. Most analyses find that for the vast majority of Americans, their taxes actually will go down. Depending on which analysis you read, it's about 10% or so of people whose taxes actually will go up. But for most people, they'll go down. Why will they go down? Well, it starts with new tax brackets. So the tax brackets, first of all, are lower, and it takes more income to get into a higher tax bracket. So I'm just gonna I'm not gonna go all through all the tax brackets, but I'll just give one example that probably applies to a lot of our listeners. So let's say in 2017 you're married 
and your taxable income is greater than $77,000, but less than $156,000, you're in the 25% tax bracket. Next year, 2018, that will be 22%. So it's lower for that. Plus, you stay in that tax bracket up until you earn $165,000. And again, I say earn, but this is really your taxable income. So it's your gross income minus all your deductions and all that stuff. So the tax rates are lower, plus as you earn more, it takes more to get into the next tax bracket. The biggest difference is the highest tax bracket. To be in the highest tax bracket in 2017 and married, you needed about $480,000. Starting in 2018 to move to the highest tax bracket, you have to get over $600,000. Also, one thing that's mostly eliminated in the new tax law is the marriage penalty. And that basically means that as a married couple, combining your incomes, you probably paid more in taxes than you did if you were separate individuals. But that's disappearing for most people with this new tax law. So who are the type of people who are more likely to pay taxes? Generally speaking, it's probably people who live in high-tax states because they're limiting the deduction for state and local and property taxes to a combined $10,000. So the people who are most likely to pay our taxes are those who are not going to be able to deduct as much of their of those taxes. But some analyses have found other situations where people will be paying more. One analysis I read about today said about 7% of middle-income taxpayers will actually be paying higher taxes too. The solution for anyone who wants to know where you are is, is just Google something along the lines of new tax law calculator, and lots of folks are coming out with calculators where you put in your information. It gives you a good idea of what your taxes will be under the new tax law. So, while chances are your tax bill will be lower next year, it's not going to stay lower forever. No. So, the lower tax rates for businesses are actually permanent. But the reduction in tax rates for the individuals will, what they say, sunset after 2025. In other words, they just go back to what they were in 2017. They did this because, as most of us know, they had to keep the cost of the bill under $1.5 trillion over 10 years. And one of the tricks they did was say some of these things sunset or go away eight years from now with the belief that before that happens, a future Congress will make these tax cuts permanent. Who knows? Historically, it's sort of a mixed record on whether such things happen. But generally speaking, you should know that the individual changes do go away after 2025. And one other thing they changed was how they adjust tax brackets. According to prior law, tax brackets are adjusted for the consumer price index, or inflation. So they go up a little bit every year. The tax brackets are now going to be changed to a different measure of inflation called the chained CPI. They're not going to rise as much. So as your income creases, more and more people are going to creep into the higher tax brackets than under the former formula. Oh, all right. On the fourth day of Taxmas, Bro wants you to know that fewer taxpayers will itemize. Right. A lot of the deductions that people take are going to go away. Many of the miscellaneous itemized deductions, things like uh, moving, uh, like casualty losses and tax prep fees and advisor fees and things like that. And they're also going to eliminate personal exemptions. However, what they're also going to do is nearly double the standard deduction that anyone gets just for being a taxpaying American. They're going to double it to 12000 for individuals, 24000 for married couples. Because of the higher standard deduction, fewer people will itemize. Currently, about 30% of people itemize. 
once this bill is enacted, the estimates are that only about 10% of people will itemize. So what that means is if you are, for many people who now get some value from some itemized deductions, one of the biggest being mortgage, uh, another one is um, charitable contributions, chances are, depending on your situation, you may no longer get a tax benefit from that because it doesn't benefit you to itemize. On the fifth day of Taxmas, Bro wants you to know that the Affordable Care Act individual mandate will be repealed in 2019. Right. So, this is part of the bill in that, according to current law, you have to buy insurance, and if you don't, you pay a penalty, and that's being repealed. The one thing I want to make it clear to everyone, though, is that it's not repealed for 2018. For 2018, the individual mandate is still in force. It's 2019 when that goes away. And on the sixth day of Taxmas, Bro wants you to know that 529 accounts will be expanded. Right. So, according to current law, 529 accounts are tax-free savings vehicles for college. You put the money in, and it grows tax-free as long as you take the money out for qualified higher education expenses. But now, according to the new law, you can actually use up to $10,000 a year per individual for any qualified primary or secondary costs. So, if your kid's going to a private elementary school or there's some other expense that's required for them to go to a certain high school, you can use your 529 account for those expenses. What about daycare? Not daycare. Womp, Sorry womp. about that. And I will add one thing that just that changed relatively recently in the final bill you were also allowed to use 529s for homeschooling expenses, oh. but then that pushed them over the $1.5 trillion limit, so they had to take that out. You know what that demonstrates? That the changes in this bill, like every day, it feels like something is different. So before you make any tax moves, make sure you're looking at a recent article about it and not something from even like two weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah, you have to read the, like something updated four hours ago right. is probably your best bet. Exactly. And it is crazy how, I mean, we talk about how complex the tax law is, but when like when i was research, researching this one of the one of the tax benefits that is being revoked is that um if you commute on a bicycle um previously you were able to deduct $20 from your in, of of your income deduct it uh $20 every month but that one's going away like well, how crazy is that like is someone on trump's team like does does he really hate bicyclists <laughs> like did someone had to dig deep to be like you know what this is going away. One of the goal- my wife left me for a courier. <laughs> Goodbye, bicyclist tax break. One of the goals originally was to make the tax code simpler, and so the House version of this that was passed whatever now at this point a month ago only had four tax brackets. So they're really trying to make it simple. You know, now that they've had to combine it with the Senate bill and 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 work out a few details, it's it's gone back to it's not as simple as some people would have wanted, but. That's an example of, I'm sure, someone saying, like, let's just make it simpler and get rid of that. Right. Like, let's just get rid of that. There's five people that claim this every year. Let's just get rid of it. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsor. Thanks to Eero for supporting Motley Fool Answers. The new second generation Eero Beacon lets you build a Wi Fi system that is perfectly tailored to your home. It's easy to set up, looks stylish, and delivers really fast internet to every corner of your house. No more dead spots, slow spots, drop offs, or buffering. Right out of the box, you can experience fast Wi Fi. And you can even pair it with devices like locks, doorbells, and other sensors. For free overnight shipping, visit Eero.com. That's E E R O.com. And at checkout, select overnight shipping and then enter fool to make it free. What's a
On the seventh day of Taxmas, Ro wants us to know that the tax treatment of alimony has been reversed. What is going on here? Right. So the old way, or at least the current as of 2017, when you pay alimony, you get to take it as a deduction. But the people who receive alimony must report it as taxable income. The new way is that you don't get a deduction for paying alimony. And if you receive it, you don't have to pay taxes on it. But all this only applies to divorces that take place after December 31st of 2018. Oh. That hurts. Not me, of course. But, oh, man. All right. On the eighth day of Taxmas, Bro wants us to know that Congress said no to the, how should I pronounce this? FIFO? 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 FIFO. I think it's FIFO. No to the FIFO. Right. So FIFO stands for first in. First out. So if you are selling stock, early, many most types of investments, but let's say stock, outside of a retirement account, so it's not in your IRA, not in your 401k, it's just a taxable brokerage account, and you have, let's say, 200 shares of something that you bought over multiple periods, but you just want to sell 50, you can identify which shares you want to sell. So that way you can choose either with uh, shares with a very a higher cost basis to lower your tax bill, or maybe you want to bite the tax bill today, so you sell a lower cost basis. In the Senate version of their bill, they got rid of this. And they said, you have to sell on a first-in, first-out basis. A lot of people disagreed with that. The Motley Fool actually made a statement about how we don't think that's good for investors. Congress listened. I don't think specifically to us, but they listened to the people who complained about it. So that is not going to happen. So it's something that we've written about previously as something that could be in the next in the final tax bill, but it turns out they took that out. So you don't have to worry about that, and you can still identify the shares that you sell of your investments. On the ninth day of Taxmas, Bro wants us to gather our deductions while we may. That's right. So we're moving into the portion of the of what you can do to make the most of this tax bill here. And when you think of next year tax rates being lower and many deductions going away, the strategy for the remainder of 2017 is, if possible, move any deductions that you would normally have in 2018 to 2017. So let me give you an example. Let's say you give a certain amount of money to a charity every year. It might be better for you to double up in 2017, move your 2018 contribution to 2017 take that deduction this year. A lot of other people are trying to do other things. So, for example, the people who will not be able to deduct as much property taxes or state income or sales taxes, trying to find ways to pay those for this year so that it counts this year and you can deduct it. It's a little tricky, so definitely do your research beforehand. I don't want you to prepay some taxes this year thinking you can deduct it. But it does seem possible in some circumstances. So if you want to do that, make sure you do some research and maybe consult your accountant. On the 10th day of Taxmas, Bro wants us to defer income. Yes. If at all possible, if you are among the majority of people who are going to be paying lower taxes next year, defer any income you receive this year to next year. Now, not all of us can do that, of course, but there are some ways to do it. For example, let's say you're going to get a bonus. Ask your employer if it can be moved to next year. If you are a business owner, do your billing next year rather than this year. If you are a landlord, make sure that you receive the January rent next year and not the uh, not this year. Another possibility is if you're not maxing out your pre-tax 401k, do everything you can to max it out this year to get that deduction, even if that means you have to save a little less next year, but max it out this year to get the most of that pre-tax contribution. 
on the eleventh day of Taxmas, Bro wants us to pay down debt. Right. So this is something I've talked about before. I just think it's a it's a great strategy to be as debt free as possible before you retire, especially for money you don't want to put in the stock market. It doesn't make sense necessarily to be paying four percent on your mortgage, six percent on your student loans, fifteen percent on your credit cards, if you have cash sitting in the bank earning you just one percent. A lot of people, though, especially when it comes to the mortgage, and they say, well, I don't want to pay off my mortgage because I like the tax benefits. But as, we, as we've discussed previously, a lot fewer people are going to get any tax benefits from their mortgage because they no longer will be itemizing. Also, the ability to deduct interest on a home equity loan used for like paying for college or paying off credit cards or something like that, you will no longer be able to deduct that interest. So the after-tax cost on a mortgage or a home equity loan is actually going to go up. So if you've been keeping your mortgage and those loans because you like the tax benefits, you might want to rethink your strategy. And on the twelfth day of Taxmas, Bro wants you to big breath, invest your tax cut to offset potential benefit reductions in Social Security or Medicare. Right. So obviously one of the biggest debates about this whole new tax bill is what's the long term cost? Most analyses point out that it will increase the deficit. Even if you incorporate things like the, the growth in the economy that comes from cutting taxes, it's still going to end up being costing a lot of money. You're in a, we're still going to end up having to borrow money to pay for these tax cuts. There are some analyses that say, no, the tax cuts will pay for themselves. But to my knowledge, I have not seen any analyses that says that these tax cuts will pay for themselves and offset the problems that are in Social Security and Medicare. These are basically programs that many retirees rely on and they're not fully funded. They're not going to be able to pay for all, uh, all future benefits for all recipients. So what's going to happen? Well, in the future, at some point, we're going to have to raise taxes again to pay for those, or you're going to have to cut benefits. And you've already seen a little bit of discussion about that being something that will be considered in 2018. So I think the smart thing for anyone to do is, with this money that you're getting in your tax from these tax savings, invest them. Max out your 401k, max out your IRA, max out your college savings accounts. Invest that money because you might need it down the road to offset any cuts in Medicare and Social Security. The good news for 401k, 403b, 457 savers in 2018 is that the contribution limit is actually going up $500. So take advantage of lower taxes, take advantage of the higher contribution limit, and save more for retirement. So you're saying don't go on a spending spree. Don't go on a spending spree. Oh, that's no fun. Yeah. <laughs> you would say that? He would. All right. Well, bro, thank you for walking us through um, what is obviously, like you said, it's just at the at this point of taping it, it isn't even law yet. It's but it is very close. So uh, should anything change, we can come back and do another riveting episode about tax law. I look. At, we'll have the twelve. Days of tax. Forget it. All right, that's the show. Happy holidays, everyone. I want to thank Joseph for the kind words and early birthday wishes. Nice. Did you see the email he sent? I did. It was very nice. It was very nice. Uh, Because, yes, again, today is my birthday. Uh, More generally, I want to give one final thanks to everyone this year who sent in postcards, questions, answers, and even a few gifts. We got chocolate and mutt. We got some fun gifts this year from our listeners. You're all really delightful people, and we really appreciate the time you spend with us every week. And we look forward to sharing 2018 with you as well. So, the show is edited 
Old Lang Sinally, I think that's what I did last year, by Rick Engdahl. For Robert Brokamp, I'm Allison Southwick. Stay foolish, everybody.